Well, hey there. Can you believe we are at the middle of December? We are almost to a brand new stinking year, and there's something about a new year, a fresh start, a crispy brand new planner that brings me so much joy. But we don't want to jump into planning without all the critically important foundational things that we do need to take care of each and every December. So in this episode, I'm gonna be sharing with you four things I do every December as a successful CEO. Grab a notebook and pen, this one is for you. Hey friend, do you wanna grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24 seven? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Hi, this is Jennifer Emanuel, owner of Your Business Calling Podcast, and I just want to leave a quick message to let everyone know how much I got from doing PTP with Steph. She has been instrumental in not only helping me increase my downloads, but also to be actually ranked at this point, going from unknown to top five uh, in the world in my category. So thank you so much for everything you've done, uh, Steph. I so appreciate uh, how much love and info that you poured into us over this time. Jen, I am so happy for you going from unknown to top five. Skeet! Girl, won't he do it? Friend, if you too, like Jen, want to grow a awesome platform, that does not depend on you touching your cell phone five to six hours a day. Podcasting is it. It is the way. I invite you to come check out the Stephanie Gas School, which has three steps to help you go from I am confused on what my business should be to I absolutely know what my business is. I know how to start a podcast, which is the way I'm going to grow an audience, and I am very clear and know how to build a monetization offer so I can now make money from my show. Those are the three steps in essence that you get when you decide to partner with me in the Steph Gas School and walk through my programs. Those can be found at stephaniegass.com school. I also wanted to let you know I have two completely free training classes to help you just get to know me a little bit better. Uh, hang out with me on this w- workshop that's going to walk you through kind of the process and basically what my school encompasses. The first one is freeclarityworkshop.com. Again, freeclarityworkshop.com. 45 minutes on how to get clear in your calling so you can confidently start an online business. Second one is uh, podcastforgrowth.com. That is podcastforgrowth.com. And that workshop is going to take you through why podcasting works and how it works to grow a business and how it can actually make money for you in your life. So go check out all of those awesome resources, friend, and uh, I pray that they bless you. So today we are actually diving in to four specific things that I do every December as a successful CEO. Number one, I reflect on the year. I reflect on the year. And this includes 
me doing praise reports, going over my wins, my losses, and my lessons. And tactically what this looks like is I use a Horatio planner every single year. You guys can for sure go grab the Horatio planner from Horatio.com, H-O-R-A-C-I-O.com. Use the code STEPH20 to save. But this is the physical, tangible planner that I use. And inside the planner, what I love so much about it, um, when you get to each month end, they have she has you, my friend Polly, has you put in your praise report for the month. So every month when I'm planning the next month, I put in my praise report. So for example, you know, we went on a family vacation or I, uh, whatever, worked out 25 days this month. I, we had the biggest revenue month ever. This might look like three date nights with my husband or whatever these praise things are. And I actually put in not just business, but health, um, spiritual, relational, parental, wifeal, <laughs> wifey, wifey goals. And I put them all in there. And so at the end of the year, I take, I go through each page and I make a master list. <clears throat> and I'm able to build my 2023 praise report. And, you know, last year I built my praise report by going through each and every page and you know, some of the things off last year's praise report list, because I have not done this yet this year. We're going to do this together at my uh, my retreat that I'm about to go on. But it said like I had four and a half webinar conversion. Um, I had a 10 year wedding anniversary trip to Angel Fire. We did new home renovations, wood floors, concrete, fencing. We finished our shop. We got a new puppy. This was all 2022. So when I do 2023's praise report, it's going to be so powerful for me to be able to look back and say like, oh my gosh, look at all these incredible things. I think why this is so critically important before you just jump straight into planning and coming up with a new goal is the joy, and I know you've heard this and it might sound like super cliche, but it's so true. The joy is in the journey. There is no end result where you're like, throwing confetti and you're like, this is it. This is it. This is the culmination of my entire life. Like, you know, there's little moments like that, but that's the point is that there's little moments like that throughout your lifetime. So we have to pause and reflect. And so I'm pausing and reflecting monthly and I'm doing a really big pause and reflection in December on the entire year. And I totally encourage you to do the same thing. If you didn't write down any of your praise reports all year long, don't worry. Some of the things I do to trigger my my memory is I go into my photos and I search by month and I just scan through and like jot down any, it'll help kind of trigger your memory of what you did that month and some of the things that happened. Go back and look through the downloads of your podcast, look through your financial statements, think about trips that you guys went on maybe as a family or um, things that you gave to, all of that is going to help you come up with the really big wins for that year. And then be intentional about it in 2024. Promise you. It's just such a game changer. Okay, number two. The second thing I do every December is I plan for 2024. Wear my A-types. Raise your hand. You're like, planning. I'm obsessed with planning. I love it. So in 2024, I am doing a master plan 
for all the areas of my life, um, business goals, and this includes revenue goals, podcast download goals, conversion goals, live launch goals, team goals, um, anything related to the company has a goal that is that is touchable, right? You've heard of like smart goals. It's similarly to that. Like it's not, oh, I would just want to grow. Well, what does that mean to you? Grow to what? What's the number? What's the metric? And I'll say a few things on on this because I know that this can be a weird one for people. Some people like to plan based on what we call a BHAG, which is a big, hairy, audacious goal. Well, I'm going to make, you know, $5 million. Okay, well, that's cute, but how are you actually going to make $5 million? And so I don't mind you having a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious, but that definitely does not mean that's reality or realistic. So it's fine if you want to plan, uh, if you want to dream with a BHAG. But when we are planning, my dear, we are going to be very intentional and realistic and we are going to look at the data, which is why and when you guys join me in Podcast to Profit, um, we build a what I call KPI sheet, Key Performance Indicator, and we are tracking all the metrics because in order to know where we are going, we have to know where we've been. Okay, so for example, if I want to hit two and a half million downloads next year, which I do, I have to know where am I ending this year. If we're ending this year at 1.7 million and I project forward, what is the growth rate that we have been growing for the past six months on the show? Assuming nothing changes and I continue growing at that particular rate, do I reach 2.5 million downloads, yes or no? Now, I may find like, oh, wow, 2.5 million downloads is a stretch goal. Like I'm actually not on track to hit that number based on my percentage growth. So I might have an adjusted goal, which has a low end and a high end. That's fine. But I need to have something realistic because I can't plan for my family, for the things that we want to accomplish, the thing, the, the levels in which we want to give as a company and personally, if I am just flying by the seat of my pants, chasing some big irrelevant number, okay? So be realistic. Will you pass a goal that is based on data and realistic metrics? Probably. Probably if you focus, you do one thing well, you're intentional, you don't get distracted, you don't create 75 tiny offers. Like if you stay focused on what's working, you will often pass the goals that you've set for yourself. I have learned that the hard way. So when you're creating those business goals for yourself, be very tangible and tactical. What are some of the business goals that I set for myself? Let me tell you right now. I have a download goal for 2024, a revenue goal that's top of top line sales. So how many total sales before you take out taxes, before you pay yourself, that goal. I've got conversion rate goals, rates on my workshops, rates on my live launch, and rates on organic sales. I have student goals. How many students do I want to um, welcome into Clarify Your Calling, into Podcast Pro University, and into Podcast to Profit? I have email list goals. What is the email list going to look like in 2024? Those are some of the prominent goals that I have. And then I also go one level deeper here with my team to help them craft what their goals are for the next year, both tactically and maybe intangibly. Like, oh, I want to do this thing better, or I would love to take this leadership class, or whatever that might be. 
So these are the goals that I am mapping out based on realistic data from 2024. Okay, now that said, last thing here on your plan is don't forget about your personal life and your family and your spiritual growth. It's just as imperative that you are crafting realistic goals for yourself and all of these other areas of your life. You are not one you're not a one-hit wonder, babe. Like you have so many beautiful facets to who you are. And maybe you're a mom or a grandma, a friend, maybe you're a wife, maybe you have a church that you like to pour into and volunteer at. Maybe you have health goals. You're like this is going to be my healthiest year yet. Or maybe you're like, I'm going to take a baby step and drink more water. It doesn't matter what or the magnitude of the goal, but that you have one. You want at least one to three goals in each critically important area of your life, okay? And that's just something that I've done, oh my gosh, for the past couple of decades in my life, truly, at least over a decade in my life, is planning these things out. And one bonus tip here, um, kind of fun, is that I build a vision board, so to speak, not in like a new agey, creepy way, you're fine, but in like a, okay, if these are all my goals over these different areas of my life, business, personal, family, spiritual, relational, etc. I want to visually feel that. I don't just want to forget it. So I write them in my 2024 planner, Horatio planner, and then I build a vision board and this has a family photo in it. It has beautifully printed little clip outs from um, like in my branding, in my fonts. Like for example, I'm looking at the one from 2023 when I built this one and it says like, I want to get... Uh, I want to go to Disney World. That was on the vision board for last year. And we went. It says, I want to have 12. I want to be on 12 big podcasts. That was a goal. I think I hit it. I'm going to have to calculate. I think we did that. It says, I want to weight train four times a week. I have my revenue goal on here. I've got the download goal on here, which I did not hit my download goal, which was 2 million. Uh, I wanted to go on 18 mountain bike rides in 2023. Didn't hit that either. I think we landed at 12. But you know what? Like, it's all good. I'm going to readjust my goals for 2024 and I'm going to build this beautiful visual. I do it in the first two pages of the planner and then I just put um, like that clear packing tape over it to keep it really protected. And in essence, what I'm doing, and I know I've talked about this before, but I'm, this planner is like a capsule of my year. That's what, that's what it is. And that's why I invest in this planner every single year. I'm obsessed. Again, if you missed that link, it's Horatio.com. H-O-R-C-I-O, let me make sure I'm giving you the right link, H-O-R-C-I-H-O-R-A-C-I-O, H-O-R-A-C-I-O.com, let me see, no, it's HoratioPrinting.com, oh my gosh, I probably gave you that link wrong in the beginning, HoratioPrinting.com, H-O-R-A-C-I-O-Printing.com, HoratioPrinting.com, and use the code STEPH20, love, 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 okay, so that is planning, now, what do I do with my plan, you got to plug it in. So your plan becomes the action that you take for next year. So if your plan is, I'm going to grow my podcast, I'm going to start a podcast. Okay, great. How are you going to do it? What are the first three steps? All you have to do for any plan in your life is come up with the first three steps. Contrary to many coaches out there who tell you you got to map out the entire shebang from start to finish. The truth is you don't really know what it's going to take from start to finish. 
you may have an idea and you're welcome to lightly outline it and lightly pop it into a task management system or whatever. But the, the realistic truth here is that you only know step one and two and maybe step three. So get started with that. The worst thing you can do is wait and feel like there's some divine download that's going to come smack you in the head with how to make something happen. The only way you make something happen is you just start. You just start with step one and know that it's going to be messy and that is fine, that you are going to feel confused and frustrated at points in the process and that is normal. But if you just stay stagnant, you get absolutely nowhere on your goals. We are not here for that. All right. Number three, the third thing I do every December is I go on a CEO retreat. This is something that I and my friend have done for the past four years. We have extended it. We have our third friend in there with us now. We bring our um, online business managers with us. And this is obviously something that um, is so special and sacred to me because it's a place to get space. And so you don't have to invest in a big fancy retreat, okay? You don't need to even necessarily leave town, but you need to carve out some space to model this CEO retreat. And it's much better done with a friend. It's much better done with someone else who has a business similar to yours that you actually enjoy hanging out with because it creates encouragement. It's a a place for us to be in community with each other. And also it's a place to get out of your head. Like sometimes I think something's a great idea. I'm like, look at all my plans for 2024. And they're like, uh, why are you doing that? Why do you have that person on the team? Why are you wasting money on this thing that's not working? You know, why aren't you doing blank? Like, it's just really great to get other eyes on your goals, on your business, and also to just laugh and kind of get out of the mundane rut of ritual, you know? Kids and get up and take them to school and come home and you work and you go to your job and then you come home and you work out and you take a bath and you go to bed. Like, get away from it all, even if it's like two days and you you know, can maybe you can rent a hotel for one day. Maybe you can go stay at a friend's house. Maybe you can tell your, kick your family out, be like, hey, go visit grandma. Like, I just need a day, even if it's a day, to get space, be encouraged, and preferably be in community with someone else. Okay, the last thing that I do in December as a successful CEO, friends, I am successful. This company is super successful. I'm extraordinarily proud of what we've built here. And I take time off. Number four, I take time off. We are called to rest as Christians. God rested. If the mighty God rested after he created, so can we. And what a perfect time to rest, to take some time off in December. Uh, Those of you that have kids, your kids are probably off for a couple of weeks. Maybe your spouse is off if you're married. Um kind of business kind of slows down a little bit. Like this is the beautiful, take it, take the opportunity. I know that the the temptation is there to do more because you're like, oh, like I got some time off. I'm going to work the entire time. I encourage you to just really sit for a moment, rest, um, praise, worship, sleep in, recuperate. Like January is coming, bae, and we are going to hit it so dang hard Biggest, best year yet. Like I, I'm a hundred percent here for growth. I'm a hundred percent here for hard work. I think that it's glorifying to God when we are in our calling space, when we are working and pouring out and being excellent in what it is that we do when that time is right. 
So I encourage you to take some time off this December. All right, loves, that is it for today's episode. I pray that this blessed you, helped you, encouraged you, and I will have definitely some more planning episodes coming up. I will do a year-end recap episode like I do every year. If you want to hear some of the prior episodes about planning and my year-end recaps, you can head to episode 499 are my top paper planning strategies for a successful daily schedule with Polly from Horatio. You can go listen to episode 523, which was my year-end podcast refresh and business planning checklist, how to get ready for the new year. That was from 2022. And if you want to hear some of my recap episodes, go check out episode number 374, which was my 2021 full year-end recap. I also have a mid-year recap, episode 464. This was mid-year 2022. And then I have a year-end CEO retreat recap with me, Chelsea and Polly, uh, and that is episode 562. So anyways, go check those out. I will see you guys so soon. God bless. Bye. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? I'd also love it if you take 30 seconds for me and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know you're actually liking the show. Plus, it lights me up to hear from you. Lastly, come on over and watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. You can watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15, 13. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.